Welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. We create one-on-one custom fitness solutions to achieve your goals without wasting time or compromise. We build and rebuild committed people so you can get out of pain, get strong, and get back to living the life you want to. We don't waste time. So let's get on with the show. Hey, hello, and welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. My name is Justin McClintock. We are continuing to talk about the five C's of returning from injury. Today, we are talking about consistency. Consistency may be the keystone of any program, the keystone of any amount of progress, especially returning from injury. And while consistency is often the hardest thing for people to achieve, especially when they are starting out or changing programs or shifting goals, consistency is often the thing hardest to find. It is the defining factor around success. So consistency. We know that progress isn't made in a day. Progress is made daily. I'm going to say that again. Progress isn't made in a day. It's made daily. Once we sort out your goals, and I understand this can be a very long process. What do you want to achieve? Who do you want to become? If we understand those things deeply and specifically, and there can be many answers It doesn't just have to be, I want to run a half marathon. It doesn't just have to be, I want to put on 10 pounds of muscle. It doesn't just have to be, I wish my knee didn't hurt anymore. It doesn't just have to be, I wish I could get on the floor and play with my kids without pain. All of those things potentially can live in the same bucket. We'll have to decide what order we're going to work on them in. But they could all live in the same bucket. Once we identify these, and prioritize these, now we have to figure out what's holding you back from consistently working toward those goals, toward that identity. What is the thing getting in the way of stopping you from consistently working to achieve these things and become this person? If we can identify those, then we have to start to attack them. Not all at once but one at a time. This is habit changing. This is habit building. We are creating a new person who does new things. You are now the kind of person who behaves the way a person would if they wanted to be able to get on the ground and play with their kids without pain. You are becoming the person who behaves the way that person would if they wanted to run their first half marathon. We are changing who you are We need to consistently work toward these goals, consistently work toward this identity. One of the roadblocks we often find around consistency is a mindset shift. And that mindset shift is going from having to do something to getting to do something. The gym I work in that I do all of my in-person sessions at has a sign above the entrance to the main space painted there right above the door, and it says, we get to do this. If your practice, your workout, your movement, your exercise, your program is a chore, if it's all things you don't enjoy, if you don't want to do it, if it's something that you are required to do, that you have to do, that you 
always have to drag yourself through, it is less and less likely that you are going to be consistent with it. And there's a few ways to attack this problem. One is changing the program, changing what it looks like, inserting some wins. If your program is designed so you can not have your knees hurt every time you get up from a chair, because that's been a problem for a while, a significant amount of that work is going to be a little bit uncomfortable and deeply unsexy. Ranges of motion, tempos, you're going to be hanging out in a two, three, four out of 10 discomfort wise. It's not fun. It is effective and it is efficient, but it isn't fun. And sometimes it can be hard, especially at the beginning, the first three or four weeks of a program like that, to even see the wins, to even see the progress, because we're building a foundation for progress there. If this sounds familiar, I suggest talking to your coach, or if you're building your own program, looking at your program, and finding places to insert wins that are not going to counteract the other work you're doing. By which I mean, I'm thinking of a client right now who had a significant back surgery, and we are doing slow, consistent work to get back to hinging and squatting without pain. It is difficult. There's a lot of fear involved. It is hard. Everything about it is hard. For this client, every single session, we also do some significant upper body work. We do pull-ups. We do bicep curls. We do a bicep finisher at least once a week. Because further down the priority list, this client also expressed that while they weren't able to work out, they felt that their arms and upper body really atrophied. And that was a bummer. It's nowhere near as high of a priority as being able to walk without pain, being able to sit down and stand up without assistance. That is priority number one. But there's other things on the list. And if you can find those other things on the list, and it works with your schedule and logistics, and again, it doesn't countermand your goals, right? If you are that person who is trying to get up out of a chair without pain, and you're doing your slow, controlled, heavy, slow resistance protocol, single leg stability, strength, balance, all of that, but you really used to like plyometrics, so you decide to throw a bunch of broad jumps in your program, that maybe isn't the best idea. If you decide to just go for a 3K run out of nowhere with absolutely no build up to it or progress, that's probably not a great idea. But maybe you could work on your handstands. Maybe you could work on your push-ups. Maybe you could do some core or isometrics or upper body work. There's all kinds of things that you might be able to also do to let that be a win. And that can help with this mindset shift going from having to to getting to. We kind of mix it in there. Another is forcing this mindset shift because you start to see your goals in a different way. If your goals aren't deeply important to you, deeply important to you, and not just something that you would really like, not just something you want a lot, but something that resonates with your soul. Losing 10 pounds, even if you think that would really make you feel good, even if fitting into those pants the way that you used to, you think would really, really make you feel nice. 
and really change some things for you, it is relatively unlikely that that is going to resonate with your soul the same way being able to get on the ground and play with my kids without pain is, right? That is deeper. It's possible that body recomposition and some of that might be weight loss could fit in to a much deeper goal, but we would need to find out what that is. And we need to do some, some significant work and some significant vulnerable question asking of yourself. This is something you can do on your own potentially. It's not easy, but you can do it. So you can shift that mindset from this movement, exercise, program, practice, being something you have to do to something you get to do. How lucky are you that first thing in the morning, you get to go to the gym and work out, work on yourself for 45 minutes to an hour. How amazing is that? And if you don't think it's amazing, then you've never had it taken away from you. Talk to someone who's had a sudden injury. Talk to someone who's had a catastrophic event in their life, especially people who used to love movement. Those people wish they had taken more advantage of it. Those people wish they had seen it as the gift that it is. This is also, as a small side note, why we do not earn calories or burn off food. It's a, that is a terrible mindset. That is the having to mindset that is so troubling. Around a holiday, especially major holidays, end of the year, Thanksgiving, Christmas, things like that, I will typically post a little blurb with the workouts in, a gr in the group classes I program at the gym I work with. And it's something along the line of, if we hear anyone talking about how you need to earn your calories or burn off the food you had, either way, usually it's before or after, right? People are going to work out super hard so they can earn those calories they're going to eat later on. Or they come in the next day and they have to really burn off the calories that they just had. Those people are failing to recognize the gift that it is to be able to move and the blessing that it is to have so much, so much abundance that that idea could even cross your mind. This isn't to make anyone feel guilty, but is take that mindset shift. You don't have to do anything. You get to do this. We don't burn off calories. We don't drag ourselves through movements. If you sincerely don't want to do it, you're not going to be successful anyways. So let's find a different way forward. Let's find a different program. Let's refine your goals and make sure they're in the right priority order. And then we will start working through them. And if we do that again, and you're still in the place where you just have to move and you don't get to move, it's not going to work. And making yourself feel bad about not doing something that you deeply don't want to do and aren't actually committed to because it isn't actually a priority for you, because it doesn't matter that much to you, is ridiculous. Don't make yourself feel bad for not doing something that you don't actually want to make progress on or want to do. Just because it's important to other people doesn't mean it's important to you. It's another trap that people fall in all the time. They think they should be working toward goal X, Y, and Z because someone else said it was valuable because a program or an exercise methodology or an influencer or a friend or a group said it was valuable. It's not. Everything has value in its own way. Everything has value in relativity. 
Now, we certainly think health and longevity and well-being are way up there for most people. But once we start getting into the nitty-gritty, there's going to be a lot of differences person to person. So if we have your goals clearly defined, we know what you want to achieve. We know who you wish to become. We've figured out what's holding you back from consistently, consistently working toward that goal, that identity. We've worked on the mindset shift, going from having to to getting to. The last point is what will it take to form a consistent daily practice? Daily. You need to do something every day. That something does not have to be getting under heavy weight. That something does not have to be intense. That something does not have to be long. That something does not have to be incredibly hard or burn X number of calories or get your heart rate above X rate every single day. But a daily practice. Every single day, we're going to do something. And that is how we move forward. Tiny little steps. There is no one workout that is going to give you the goal that you want. There is no one magic movement that is going to release you from pain. There is no one mini cycle that is going to be the thing that takes you from injured to pain-free and functional. But it is daily work, daily practice. Coming back from injury is incredibly hard. Making these big changes is incredibly hard. Building new habits is incredibly hard. So what will it take? Where can we start? We've talked about it before. We like breaking this down to its smallest possible components. What is the smallest amount of time that you can definitely get something done with? And when people say 90 minutes, I say, no, 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 no. Let's dial it way back. Maybe we can do 90 minutes several times a week. But you're not going to be able to do it every day. Something's going to get in the way. Something will butt its nose in. So let's say every day we're going to do, and then we start poking around. What's the smallest number? 15 minutes? 10 minutes? 5 minutes? I like getting it so low that it seems laughable. Well, of course I can do something for 5 minutes. I mean, I always have 5 minutes. Excellent. Well, let's start there. And 14 days in a row of doing something for 5 minutes, then it's relatively easy to expand it to seven minutes. Not to 30, but to seven. And if some of these days you go longer, that's great. Maybe you have a program that's three times a week for 40 minutes, but you're doing five minutes a day. And on three days you go in, you show up at the gym and you put your five minutes in and you feel so good that you do the next 35 minutes. I love that plan. I have had remarkable success, especially with people who have been having a hard time with consistency and go to a big box gym, do not have that group class or one-on-one coach accountability. There's a lot of accountability with one-on-one coaching. There is some with group coaching, depending on the community and the way it's set up and how coaches keep track of people. But often in a big box gym, no one knows when you come, you know, they might recognize that you're around, but if you don't show up one day, you're unlikely to get a text from them, right? For those people, the plan is you show up, you get on the treadmill, and you walk for three minutes. I'm assuming it takes at least a minute to get from wherever you are, where you park or you walk, 
get in the gym, either drop your stuff off or change into your gym clothes and get to the treadmill. We're counting all of that time. It's going to be five minutes door to door. Walk in, get on a treadmill, walk for three unbroken minutes. If after that three unbroken minutes, you still don't want to be there, you're too busy, you're too anxious, you don't possibly have time today, then you leave and check you got your five minutes. But if you're feeling okay, then those three minutes are the first part of your warm up and you'll get started on your program. Simple, simple habits to form a consistent daily practice. Progress isn't made in a day, it's made daily. And consistency is the bedrock of that progress. Thank you so much for listening to the second of the five C's of returning from injury. My name is Justin McClintock. Feel strong. Thank you so much for listening to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a five-star rating if you have the time. That makes a big difference. DM us on Instagram at feelstrongfit. Any questions, if you just want to pick our brain. If you'd like more info, the website is feelstrong.me. We value effectiveness, individualization, and empathy. If you want to see what it's like to have an expert in the field really listen and hear what you need to build you the perfect program to get you where you want to go, today is the perfect time to get started. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you very much.